Welcome to Season 6 of Manifesting Mari. Hello, uh, welcome to Manifesting Mari. Hi, I'm Mari, and I'm manifesting Mari. Hi. Um, I haven't posted one of these in a while uh, because I got so trapped in the uh, solidary experience that I was having that um, I wanted to escape from it, so I decided getting myself involved in other people's experiences. Um, and then my 12-year-old, my who, who really wants to work and do a good job and, and fix things for people, started getting really involved with everybody else but myself and my experience. Um, and then I had a wonderful uh, time taking a bunch of plant medicine with a bunch of wonderful people, and I got really triggered and realized how hard that 12-year-old has been working. Um, me and her were, mm. <laughs> this is why I know I need to do healing before I have a child, because I would be so annoyed at my child, because I will admit that I'm very annoyed with this 12-year-old right now. And she's like, well, I'm annoyed at you. And it's like, fine, we'll just be annoyed with each other. Can you go and do work now? And she's like, fine, I'll go and do work. So I've been giving her tasks to do. But in return, she wants to do, she wants, it, her thing is control, right? She feels like she's out of control. Ooh, okay, I'm crying now. So that's really what it is. She feels helpless. She feels like she needs to control things and she wants to fix things and make things better. So um, in, in turn, I'm asking her, okay, well, what can we do for you so you can create rather than control and she goes hey remember that podcast you used to do i really enjoyed that if we could do that again so we're here um here we are 12 year old hi we're here hi um and also now i'm coming into the experience of that 12 year old and the levels of uh when she started realizing her own power and autonomy and didn't really know how to approach it in a healthy way and she also started realizing the way she can manipulate the world around her and how that affected her and her experience so there's that that's what's going on the whole uh, here's the power that I have and uh, it, it really it snowballed over my teenage years through my 20s into somebody who um learned how to subconsciously quietly manipulate things not for the sake of manipulation but it, it's like in this disguise of I'm doing the right thing um but it's like right for who you know trying to meet other people's needs and do things for other people rather than being in touch with my emotions and feeling what I truly need so that's oh you see that's that's it moving out of me Oh, God, it wants to stay in me and I want it to come out. And I would I'm trying I'm um, doing my best to exercise a lot of compassion for this part of me that is um, wants to have control. Um, I am also worried that there's something else that is with my 12 year old um, that is kind of um, 
pushing my 12 year old to to do and 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 manipulate and I think it's like the intention of my 12 year old isn't to manipulate but there is something else there that's working with or through with my 12 year old in order to manipulate um and I'm I'm aware of that and see that happening that's cool that's a thing and I'm trying to step in step into um this surrender and try not to put myself in a role right I keep on putting myself in roles I'm a fixer I'm the watcher I'm the observer I'm this and that I'm I'm the caretaker I'm the mother and all of a sudden it's like I'm taking on these roles and responsibilities that I feel like I need to for other people and it's around other people's experience rather than my own experience so Welcome to my podcast. Hi. Um, I am in awareness that some of you may be new and some of you may be listening to this for the first time and others of you have been listening to me from the jump um, forever how long you've been with me. Thank you that you're here now and that's what matters, at least to me. And I think that's really cool. So um, you may notice if you look back on my podcast that there's no rhyme or reason to the seasons or the number of episodes or what's even happening on the show. I honestly don't know. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I don't. I really don't. And I think that's the coolest part about this podcast, that it's really just me doing a thing and um, in the experience of doing that thing. And for a while, I really got into my head where I'm like, oh, this thing isn't cool. People aren't going to like it. And it's like, ah. And you know what? It's making my 12-year-old happy. So I'm good with that. Um, I don't know. What else is there to say? Um, really stepping into this you know, as I'd say, of stepping into roles, right? Like, there's this role of this healer, this the word healer, a healer where I heal things. And I'm, you know, sometimes I'm taking that on as like, I'm here to heal other people. That's why I'm here. I'm sent. This is God's work that I'm doing. And it's like, calm down. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I do recognize the ways where um, in me sharing my experience and in me embodying the person I I, I, I choose to be is um, inspiring and guiding to other people. And I am very grateful, so grateful for the people who come up to me and, and express that to me, say, hey, this episode, you really spoke to me. Hey, you're reading. It was really cool. Hey, what you said, it's really resonating with me and it's bringing up this in me. I love that. And thank you. Thank you for the people who do do that. And it's like, oh, my heart is like, gets filled so much from it. Um, but then like, I can't, I, I, I recognize the ways where my ego goes, oh, healer. And like my 12 year old goes, oh, healer. Yeah. What does a healer look like? Let's start healing people. And it's like, okay, calm down. <laughs> okay. I know you're excited. This is fun and it feels good. Yes. All of these things. Yes, yes, yes. But let's not get carried away here. <laughs> you are still a human having your own human experience. 
So I realized I was taking myself out of my experience, putting myself into others in order to escape from the, the feelings that I really didn't want to feel, which was feeling sad, feeling lonely, feeling all these things. Shame. Oh, shame. That, that, per, that thing, shame. I'm trying not to say mean things about my, my shame. But I do recognize that I, I don't like it. Um, and I think it's okay that I don't like it. Um, you know, the shame is something that I feel like was, was, was planted when I was very young. And it's kind of reverberated all throughout my life. And the 12-year-old does the work so she doesn't have to feel the shame and is making up for the times where she did feel shameful about doing a thing. And I recognize I wouldn't be able to see some of this if it wasn't for the help of my friends and the facilitators and everyone who I met at this last journey I took. So I am so grateful for the words that I am saying now that came from other people's mouths. <laughs> I am. And that's the thing, like, I, you know, that's, I, I think that's my biggest thing. I really, I also get really caught in other people's experiences because they do resonate with me so well. And I do see myself in other people and their experiences. Um, and sometimes it's like, oh, that's an experience I had. This is what I did, right? And I think, you know, it's great to share and relate to people because there are times where we do feel alone in the circumstances we're having. Um, but then at times it comes to a point where I'm like, Here's an idea I had about a similar experience that we're both having right now. So why don't you do this thing that I'm actively trying to do and see how that works for you? And it's like, what the fuck is that bullshit? Like, calm down, 12-year-old me. Like, I do this thing where it's like, oh, I read it once. I'm an expert. And it's like, can you not? I would prefer you to not. Um... I recognize the ways I do that and like there are parts of me where I do realize I'm judging and I'm judging others in their own healing and judging myself as well like it's it's, it's annoying I, I don't and I, I I like me like this 31 year old Mari Tesmolyari is like no um you know, everybody is, she's very much in this awareness of everybody's at their own place, everybody's in their own thing, everybody's having their own experience in their own time, but then there's like this other part of me, I can't tell what version of me yet, what part of me, but I know it is there, and it's like, there's like this um, judgment in compar comparing with other people where it's like, oh, well... I've already been through this and I've already experienced this so I'm better than you because I got through it which is like what the fuck is that and then there's this other thing where it's like um oh look at you already you know holding this power that you've had and I don't have that power so I think I'm I, you know, I think I'm, I'm ashamed of myself because I'm not as good as you. Like, there's this judgment that, like, is very much alive in me that I realize is there. And I'm trying my best to hold, like, a lot of compassion for it and myself as I'm going through this experience with facing it. Um, 
yeah, there were lots of people this weekend where I felt like this, there was this, like, weird static. That was the word, like, that feels, it was like, I'm around you, but it's like, you know, I think I've been around a lot of people where it's like, our vibrations really matched up, like, really well. Um, but then, this weekend, I was faced with people who I was aware, like, previously I was aware that there was a static, and then I met them, and then other people who I only met first time this past weekend who I'm like, oh, there's something here. And, um, you know, trying my best not to take it personally. That was my biggest thing. Like, I take it personally, and then my 12-year-old goes, well, let's fix it. And it's like, calm down, girl. You're 12. Um, So, yeah. So, um, also realizing the ways that I don't trust people Um, which makes sense from the life I've had. I don't trust people to meet my needs. So I meet my needs. So, but, but I don't trust people to meet my needs, but then like, I, I'm not meeting my own needs. Like that doesn't make sense. Right. And, and then I go off and meet their needs or do what I want to meet their needs and and give them support. And it's like, I'm here. With no support. Like, there's no even, there's not even this interdependence. It's like, I am not independent. I am choosing to be dependent, but I don't like being dependent. Like, it's really weird. It's this really weird thing um, that I'm, I'm observing. And, you know, it can change. I'm, I'm open to my opinion changing about things. Like, I'm really very much open to it. Um, I'm open to receiving information and letting it, like, marinate and, like, see where I get out of it. Um, Yeah, this weekend I was really seeing the ways where my wounded feminine was like, I'm doing it. I don't need you. I got this. I don't. Out of lack of trust. It was my own. I don't trust you to do this, so I'm going to do it. But then I, like, really fumble the ball at doing it because it's not my job to do. So, yeah. So, there's that. Um, Also, this weird thing that was coming up. Like, my brothers are really trying. They're really convincing me. They're trying to convince me to get an iPhone, right? I'm in. I have an Android. It's an old Android, and I do want to get a new phone. Um... But, like, they're like, get an iPhone. Why aren't you on iPhone? And I'm like, I just, I like, when I switched over from iPhone to Android, like, I just love the Android so much better compared to the iPhone, especially at that time. But then iPhone changed. Like, I think the last iPhone had was I had was, like, a 7 or some shit, which was a long time ago in so many ways. And, like, now I have this Note 10 that's been with me for a while. She's, like, she's she's rough. She's She's on her last leg um so I am looking for a new phone and they're all the my brothers were like hey if we if we split it three ways you know you can get an iPhone s I think he said se and then you know da 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 and I'm like wow that is first of all how loving and sweet and great of my brothers to be like yeah let's go in together for this and I'm like oh here's my wounding around receiving especially from family right like I feel like uh, there was a time in my life where I was like 
not even just like I can't depend on you people. It was more like a, you're all struggling, so I can't be part of this struggle. I need to like find ways to get out of the struggle, and and like and then help you guys get out of the struggle. Like I took that onto myself at like a really young age. And then I was resentful for whenever my dad was like, oh, I wish you didn't have to work. And I'm like, well, I wish you never told me how impoverished we are then. Like, you know, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you know, you always complained about money growing up. So the moment I could start making money, I went off to make money and I worked hard to make money. That's what I did. Like, (laughs) you know, um, did I want to work? No. Like, I, I wanted to work in the sense where it's like, I wanted to do my own shit. I wanted my money so I could get my hair cut because I didn't want to have to go. And I would, I went to go to my, my parents to ask, can I get a haircut? And it was like an ex- more expensive haircut because I wanted it done a certain way. I wanted to look a certain way. I didn't want to keep going to Tita whoever the fuck in her basement and get like ugly bowl cuts. Like, I'm over that. I'm 12. Like, <laughs> I'm a grown up. <laughs> um... No, I was like 15 or something, 16, 17, whatever. I wanted my own money so I could like do things that brought me like that, that I liked to do for me. The things that my parents said, no, we're not going to fund that. So I was like, well, I'll fund it. Um, That's I'll come back to this episode and re-listen to that. There's something in there that I'm missing. But that was the experience that I had. Um, what else? Another thing that's coming up. How I, how I turn to men in order to feel love and connection because I, um, I don't, I don't know if I lacked, there was a certain emotional depth that my brother, my brother, that my father was unable to be there for me because he was stuck in his own shit. Um, but then also realizing the ways where it's like I was always like the emotional support for my dad in so many ways. Like I remember like being like 15 and him telling me like his whole life and our whole history with like him having like, you know, he would always tell me it was fucked up. Honestly, looking back at it, he would always tell me how like my mom got, you know, abortions and how I was supposed to have other siblings, and this and that, and he, like, put a lot on my mom, and it was, like, fucked up, and telling me that, and it's like, wow, look at that quiet manipulation, oh, hereditary, thanks, dad, cheers, I'm right next to my dad's ashes, he's cool with it, he's dead, he really doesn't care, he cares a little bit, I know, I'm sorry, dad, it's just, that's what happened, um, wonder the people who are listening to this like if you've known me and you've met me you're like okay that's mari but if you're listening to the show like what the fuck is this person doing talking openly honestly about her feelings and to her dead dad yeah it's just the thing i do it's fine don't even worry about it i'm i'm in a good spot <laughs> i am comparatively to the other points in my life um But yeah, the ways I like turned to men and turned to sex in order to feel connected, in order to feel belonged, and also like in order for me to feel good about showing up for a man. Ooh! 
But then, like, I was unable to show up for my mom. Like, me growing up, me and my mom didn't really have a good connection. Like, my mom was never vulnerable with me because she didn't have the right to be vulnerable in, like, any point in her life, which was really sad and hard, and I didn't realize. And I just thought, oh, my mom's just, like, a cold-hearted bitch. And it's like, well, she kind of had to be in order to survive, right? To the point where now, like, the other day I went to my mom, like, I'm, I, I am financially struggling right now. So I went to my mom because I have a lot of feelings around that. And, like, I'm crying because, like, I do feel like a failure or did at that moment. Like, I felt as if I was a failure. I felt as if I was worthless because, like, I'm trying to just focus on my healing and, like, you know, I'm open to, like, losing everything and I feel bad about, I don't want to lose everything, but then it's, like, I'm open to it if that's what means, like, that's what is going to help me focus on my healing. And, like, I was, like, really upset about it, so I went to my mom. Well, I texted her. I was like, Mom, I'm not in a good place. I need support. And then I went to my mom's place, and, like, I'm... At the moment I walked in, my mom goes, no crying. No crying. And then I start crying. Because <laughs> at what point did I listen to my mother in my life after the age of, like... 13 um but I start crying because I'm upset and I'm overwhelmed and I need to let it out and cry and it's like uh, like I told my mom I was like you don't need to cry but I do and she's like you need to be strong and I'm like I am strong this is my strength when I cry that is me being strong my strength is showing my vulnerability right some people's strength and my strength for a long time was putting up a wall but now my strength is hey here's the soft spots that i'm dealing with here they are right in front of you what are we gonna do right like imagine like putting yourself out there that is scary that's scary it's scary to be vulnerable it's scary to show your soft spot especially to yourself why am i smelling body odor (laughs) what is that i'm smelling body odor oh and it's not even mine i'm alone in my house it's somebody else's it's like this sour Oh, I need to light incense. Give me one moment. Where is my lighter? I'm not enjoying this experience that I'm having, but it brought me out of this story that I was having about my mom. And, um, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, she was just like, you know, I have to be strong. I had to be strong. And she did. And I recognized him like, Mom, you're, you're so good at being this strong. And I'm so proud of my mom for the things she had to go through in order to get to the point where she is now. But it's just like, I do it differently. And this is how I do it. And this is the way I want to do it. And I want to do it through my tears. So, what am I even getting that? Oh, I was unable to show up for my, you know, uh, me and my mom never had a vulnerable relationship with each other. We actually fought a lot, especially, oh, my lighter's right fucking there, especially in like my early 20s where I just wanted to go out. I was like very un, I, it's not, I I don't know if that I was unafraid, but I, I did not, I wasn't in touch with my fear and I overrode my fear in order to do the things that I wanted to do to meet whatever needs that I felt like needed to be met, right? 
like this need for connection and this need to get out of my house like in my early 20s like I was out a lot because I didn't want to be home and then my mom would be mad at me because I was leaving a lot and she couldn't leave because my dad was always saying that she was cheating on him which was isn't that interestingly abusive um which I didn't even fucking know at that point. Um, but yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't want to be at home. They were always fighting. There was always tension. and So yeah, so that was... Uh, what was I even saying? So I, I, I turned to men and sex in order to even further escape, right? Like, just always turning people to escape my feelings. And it's like... um. I realize the ways that that instrumentalizes relationships where it isn't about me just being with this person. It's about me using my company and being with this person in order for me to find some kind of relief. And I don't want to do that to people. I realize the ways where like there are people in my life who I still do that to and I don't want to do that. Like, like I, I care about people. And I think I'm a good person. I think I'm a good person who's done dumb shit and, you know, shit out of my wounding. I think I'm a good person. I like to think that everybody is innately a good person but just works out of their wounding. But I'm still working around that, right? Because horrible things happen and people do horrible things. But yeah, like turning to sex and, you know, also realizing my own wounding around sex and like using that in order to relieve tension, in order to escape, in order to try to go to sleep when I was younger. Like I was really young when I started masturbating, like really young. And I realized I started masturbating because I was bored. Like, like I remember like it was like during the day, probably like summertime, or whatever. I just remember during the day. I remember at one point I figured out how to do it. Like I figured out like if I play, you know, th this sensation feels good. And then I found like a porn magazine in my parents' bedroom. And then I realized, oh, when I look at it, it gives me that feeling there. So like <laughs> these powers combined, here's actual like pleasure. Right? And I don't know if I, like, I use that pleasure in my body as a means to escape the pain that I felt in my body whenever I was physically abused through punishment. And then there was this weird, like, connection between, like, shame and sex because, like, I was always caught masturbating and always yelled at and punished for trying to find escape from my world in the pleasure so there's a whole thing hey do you guys want to hear more about my trauma that's god who listens to this like honestly like i i the, my last post is me just crying about heartbreak cool like that's a thing also i'm dealing with um and then I look back on the app that I use to, to, to record and post these. And it's like, you have five plays so far. I'm like, five people are listening to this? That's amazing. I was like, <laughs> wow. That's 
a thing because I'm really just um, verbally purging onto my phone and into the airwaves and posting it and just uh, be just like, hey, this is where this is where I'm at. You know, I took on this 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 uh, brand manifesting Mari because I realize that I am constantly manifesting and that is a really big pill to swallow for people who have constantly been in a place of uncontrol, in a place of helplessness where they were forced to be the victim in a story. That's really hard. It's really hard and I'm even still grappling with it. And my own tension around the the shame where I feel like I where I feel like I was responsible for the things that happened to me. It's really hard. You know, you bring in this whole soul contract idea. Maybe I'll get into soul contracts another day. Simply because right now it just feels really difficult to bring it up and look at it. But I am in, in the higher awareness that there is a soul contract that we create when we come into this world. And, you know, we, we, we're, we're playing out karmic lessons. And they're hard. And that's the medicine, right? That was a big thing I learned this weekend where it's like, the medicine doesn't taste good. It doesn't. It tastes so bad. And it's like, is the medicine the thing that's making me sick? Or is it relieving the sickness? Or is it removing the thing that's keeping me sick? So that's what I'm processing. That's what I'm in right now. Um... What what things? Uh, Instagram manifesting underscore Mari. I'm on you. My comedy is on YouTube. Uh, Mari Malari. What other things? Um, I I do have other Instagrams. You'll probably find them. Of manifesting weight loss and manifesting pizza, which are two different things <laughs> that I don't post on anymore. But maybe I will. They they do exist. You know, keep your eyes peeled. I never know. So I'm I'm here for the for the wonderful experience of seeing where where I go next. Um, and I really want to thank the people who have been part of this journey, who are observing this journey and listening. I I really do. I'm so grateful for the people who you know who listen to this, whether you reach out or not. Like I'm so grateful that. Um, it helps to not feel alone and and i it it sometimes you feel so alone and the feeling of aloneness i think is is real it's real that feeling is real you know and and honoring that feeling because at some points you really were alone right i think about this is going to get a little religious but it, i think about like when when Jesus was getting crucified on the cross, he yells, he says, Father, why have you abandoned me? Because sometimes you do have to have this experience by yourself because it is about you and your experience about what you're having. 
we're all going through our own experience. I honor your experience. I honor what you're going through. I honor the work that you're doing, the healing you're doing. I am in awe of the ways every person is trying so hard to be better. I think you see, you can see, and you know, and you feel it. This world can be better, and I feel like it is getting better. The more that we band together, the more that we connect, the more that we say, hey, I hear you, and I see you. And there's something that we can learn from our experiences with everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. I love you so much. You are important. This world sucks so much, but there is also so much beauty in it. And you bring the beauty just by existing. You bring the magic in this world. You are the miracle. Sometimes we forget, and when it's really dark, sometimes it's hard to see it. You are the light in this world. You are the medicine. Thanks for listening to Manifesting Mari. For more content, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mari Malari, and follow me on Instagram at manifesting underscore Mari. Thanks for listening to Manifesting Mari. For other content, you could follow me on Instagram at manifesting Mari. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> manifesting underscore Mari. That's great. And you can also, God, I can't use this.